Welcome to the Kick Bump Kick Pod, your fortnightly DM on all things motherhood. Hi, guys. I am so excited to be back with the Kick Bump Kick Pod. It is, it's funny because over the break, look, it was, it was really nice, really nice to have a bit of a break, but my mind just went tick, 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 tick. And I just wanted to, I wanted to get back talking to you guys because I think the thing about motherhood is you learn a lot along the way and there's a lot you want to keep learning and keep hearing and love stories and storytelling. So I have so many great ideas. Well, I think they're great and I hope you (laughs) join me in that feeling um, of topics coming up and guests coming up. So I'm so excited about coming back to you with a new season of the Kick Pump Kick Pod. And today's episode, I am so excited to get into. But before I do, I will give you guys a little bit of an update on Harvey because it has been a while and he's at that age where you know things happen so quickly things change every single day and he's developing every single day which is so exciting so he's about eight and a half months old um, at the time of this recording and he's just becoming more and more interesting and fun like every day Um, obviously a lot more hands-on you can't really just like pop him in one spot and leave him to entertain himself um, underneath a little play gym anymore He's not quite crawling yet. He's so, so close. Even today, I went downstairs and he was like hopping up onto his knees, but that's about it. He then like shoots himself backwards or just falls onto his tummy. So he's still not quite there, but maybe by the time of this episode, he might be out and about crawling. Although as much as I'm excited about that milestone, a friend of mine who is actually on this podcast today, Em, Jack, her little one, he is crawling all over the place and she keeps saying, look, embrace it and enjoy the time where you can kind of just put him down and whilst he's rolling about and he's still moving about he's not crawling all over things and you know pulling himself up on things so he's a little easier to handle so don't wish this time away so I'm certainly not but it is super exciting when they learn something new so that I feel is like really really close he's also like so much more vocal he's trying to talk to us I think and he's saying da 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 mama and sometimes he goes and like fully whispers it and anyway he's he's I swear he's getting cuter I feel like babies they come to this age where they their personality just starts to shine through and that's when they like get really 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 cute um his sleep is also getting better which is amazing it means our sleep is getting better it's not perfect I mean I haven't met a baby with perfect sleep um but we are going through that process at the moment and he's kind of getting to that age where he is dropping a nap not every day like even today for example he's still um having three naps in the day because he started his day at 5 30 and needed to catch up a bit today but yeah other than today you know we've seen that he's kind of been ready to just stretch out his awake windows and go down to two naps and yeah he's he's had a few nights where he slept all the way through which is really exciting now Josh and I just need to get our body clocks in order and sleep all the way through <laughs> so um, he's actually given me like shout out to Josh he's given me a few nights this week because I've had quite a bit of work on where we've actually slept separately and he's slept with a monitor on and I've slept with it off and have you know gotten to sleep and my body clock is certainly not used to sleeping through so I still woke a little bit but not having to like physically get out of bed or watch the monitor or be aware of the monitor certainly made me have a much more restful sleep so very grateful for those few nights because there have not been many of those over eight months I can tell you that so very excited about his sleep 
you know, coming onto a bit sleep and everything. So that's really exciting. I have some kick updates, which I'm super excited to share with you. One being very exciting for you as a kick bump community. So we've got brand new kick bump content, which is dropping in the app this morning, which is so exciting. So we've got five new prenatal Pilates classes with Christina and five guided stress release sessions with Ash, our physio. So I'm so excited. When we launched Kick Bump, you know, the pre and postnatal Pilates and the educational pieces onto the Kick app, I was obviously it was a passion project of mine. I was pregnant at the time and we were working on it. And then, you know, once it launched into the app, I had Harvey. So it was literally the best timing ever. And I just love it. And I love that this little community is formed with you guys. It's just so amazing because if there's anything that I've learned being a mum, I think, you know, it really does take a village and having a community to bounce ideas or just event to has just been amazing so with the program you know we've also had a Facebook community a kick bump Facebook community and to just see you all in there engaging with each other is just amazing so I'm very excited for you guys that we are continuing to build out the content of the kick bump section of the app so again five new prenatal Pilates classes with Christina and five guided stress release sessions with Ash very very useful content I can tell you from experience that was really great to have when I was pregnant and also because you know to celebrate this new content because it is very exciting you can try kick for free for one month when you sign up via www.keepercleaner.com and use the code kick bump podcast at checkout on the month to month subscription it's an exclusive offer just for you guys who are listening the kick bump podcast community so unlock everything kick has to offer for one month so it's not just kick bump that's the one thing I think some people think that when they're signing up to kick they have to pick kick bump or just kick in general um but one thing that we have done through keeper cleaner is have it as additional content so you will have access to the rest of keeper cleaner as well um, as the kick bump program and you can enjoy one month free so i will pop the information you know the code and the link in our show notes but again it has to be um used through our website and not through the app it won't work if you try and sign up and use that code through the app but once you do have a subscription once you have signed up through the website you can then go and download the app and then just log in and enjoy another kick update that I have for you guys before I get into this chat with M is about kick run so this update is you know for those listeners who are past that either pregnant or postpartum stage where you've got clearance and you're getting back into exercise or you're back into exercise and you're interested in getting into running we have a kick run challenge it starts next monday the 7th of february so whether your goal is to run five kilometers or 10 kilometers you can choose your challenge and join the kick squad as we smash out the eight week run challenge together so You can sign up to our newsletter to receive motivational messages to encourage you along the way. And I'll make sure I put that link as well in our show notes. Now to today's podcast, M, my friend M Vosti. She is a TV presenter, a host, journal producer, founder of One Stop Creative Agency. M is just amazing and she's actually been on the KickPod before. So before we launched KickBump KickPod series... We spoke about navigating this whole new thing we were experiencing called motherhood. Um, And so I was really excited to get her back on the podcast today. We are chatting about going back to work after having a bub. And I got to say thank you so much to everyone who sent in questions or topics that you wanted us to chat about 
obviously a disclaimer like neither of us are experts I think we actually said that <laughs> in the intro um when we were talking to each other it's honestly I think that the biggest thing about this is I hope that what you take from the kick bum podcast you know obviously I will have some experts on the kick bump kick pod and you can take what they say as super educational content for sure but when it's just me or it's me and a mate um you know I think the most the biggest takeaway you can get is to feel a little bit less alone or just to hear other people's stories and the best kind of feedback or um what I've heard from you guys of what you want to hear is a lot of that kind of just real raw mum stories so me and Em have we share our kind of journey to getting back to work. Um, we've both had different experiences with with that. So, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy. Obviously, we won't be able to relate to absolutely everyone out there, but I hope that, you know, listening in, there is something that you can take away from today's conversation or at least just have fun listening to it. <laughs> uh, I'm actually going to keep that sound in. <laughs> Hello, Em. <laughs> Mood. Oh. <laughs> How are you? I'm awake. Yeah. No, I'm good. I'm good. Oh gosh, I need to stop laughing. <laughs> it's okay. We can laugh in this. Feels no, but so I feel um, like that's like the perfect start for this kind of conversation about <laughs> feeling. And every mum listening just knows, yeah. just gets it. I get it. I get it. So obviously, we're talking today about going back into work, um, which me and Em, we are first time mums. So I suppose before we start this chat to anyone listening, be kind to us, be kind to us. <laughs> we are new at this. Um, but also like, we're not here to act as though we know everything. Um, we're not experts in the matter. I feel like there should be a disclaimer saying, <laughs> yeah. actually, we're the opposite yeah. of experts. We are learning. We're the type of figuring it out as we go. Yeah. But I think, um, I think there's so much to say about that because I think, I mean, even between you, me and Tracy, which is our little like mum's group, we learn as we go, we share as we go and, you know, and it's we swear fine. A we swear a lot, but also like something different works for everyone. So I think yeah. today we'll just be able to kind of talk about our own experiences. Um, thank you to everyone who sent in some kind of topics that you wanted us to chat about. We will absolutely get through to those. But I thought first, um, just so that people can kind of get to know where we're both at. Em, do you want to just start off by saying what you do and, you know, maybe where you're at with your career right now and um, compared to kind of what you were doing before Jack came along. Gosh, he's 10 months old. <laughs> that means how he's eight months old. Um, so I work in television. So I've been in TV for 10 years now and I work predominantly at Channel 7. So I am a freelancer as such. So kind of is a good thing and a bad thing. <laughs> um, but it gives flexibility, which is kind of great. Um, so... Before having Jack and before being um, pregnant, I was there was a lot mm. happening and you're yeah, traveling a lot, working a lot on air, doing a lot, lots of different sports, um, and then it's actually kind of a blessing with timing with COVID being pregnant and having Jack. So work dropped off a lot, um, but it meant I could focus on my health and do bits and pieces. And since having Jack, I kind of just gave it all up not gave it all up, but gave it all up to just, it'll be what it'll be. And I'll know when I'm ready to do some things and you don't know what work's going to come your way. So I was always just open to the possibility of going back to work. I was very lucky that my husband um, took paternity leave. So his work policy was incredible and he could take six months off. It's amazing. So he took that um, with just 
knowing that I would probably be working on um, the Olympics or the Paralympics, which fell for Tokyo. So that was kind of always on the calendar. Um, And, yeah, Jack was four months old Mm. when I took my first contract back. So the blessing is I know that I can just take bits of work and it will be full on for those times, but yes. then I have control over what I say yes, yes and no to. So I'm kind of just been figuring it out as I go. And yep. some days it feels really overwhelming and other days I feel, well, I mostly feel amazing when I am at work, mm. but getting there, as we all know, and any mums listening know that you do sometimes just feel like Oh, gosh. Yeah. Like, when you walk out that door, who knows what's going to happen? Yeah. And I um, think also yeah. when you work, you know, freelance as well, as you said, it's got its, like, perks. and But then the other side of it is, like, you also don't want to – which I'm not saying you're doing at all, by the way. <laughs> but you don't – you feel in yourself that you don't want to f- drop off the face of the earth exactly. to all your clients and everything. It's yeah. like you still want to be – known and there and doing little bits so that you're not completely gone and and lose kind of momentum at all and you as you know when you it's your own business so you Mm. treat it like your own business and I um have a content agency on the side so it's kind of like it's your business so if you don't do it yeah like (laughs) if you're not in it you yeah it does it drops off so there was that little bit of pressure but Mm. I kind of tried to just remove myself from that you try your best yeah it's not possible but you try your best yeah um, so yeah, I went back to work when Jack was four months old. Um, that was the Paralympics, right? That was the Paralympics. So what did that involve? Cause that was like, as you said, you know, it, it might not be kind of consistent little p- bits of work, yeah, but it was, that a, was a big, big yeah, that chunk. was really stressful. It was amazing. And it was an opportunity that I just wanted to grab Couldn't with turn, both, yeah. both hands. I've always, I've worked on Olympics and Paralympics before. Um, and it's a career highlight. Yeah. It's amazing. And so I was asked to host the morning shift for our coverage, which was the largest display of Paralympic sport that we would ever broadcast. It was massive, like for TV and for the Paralympic movement, and I really wanted to be part of it. So I hosted that. It was 12 days on air. Mm. I think in total, I think it was like 52 hours Mm. on air, Mm. live Mm. on air with mum brain. Yeah, and that's the thing I was just about to say. The thing is like (laughs) – of course, you know, you have your your, your papers or um, lines and stuff, but, like, how much were you prepping before <laughs> that? Because, yeah, it was 12 days, but yeah. how long did you have to prep for you to feel comfortable for those 12 days to start? I probably started prepping, like, well, there was a month of prep yeah. in advance. So yeah. the great thing about having my husband off work, and I, I do say that, one – Full-time mums are my heroes. Yes. And (laughs) single mums are my heroes or single parents raising their children. You do need a village and you need help. And I was very lucky, like my husband and Josh is the same Mm. for you. Our partners play an integral role in us being able to work. And that's a real blessing. And I know not everyone has that opportunity. So, um, yeah, we we made that decision. And my mum was around to help as well. She works as well, but she can kind of come and go. so we did that. So I was locking myself in our home office trying to prep some days whilst also having like a really young baby and having the same teething issues that yeah. everyone else has, not just teething, yeah. but, you know, the feeding yeah. and the sleeping and the guilt yeah. of like choosing not yourself but your yeah. like career because I guess we have to think big picture Yeah, um, that if – I, I did have 
you know, hopes and I do have hopes to go back to work. So that was a choice that we made. Yeah. And, you know, it sucked away a little bit, but it was also incredible yeah. to see Dan step into that role as dad and them have that time together. Yeah. And to prove to myself and show myself what was possible was kind of really empowering at That's the same good. time. I'm like, man, I'm doing this. Yeah. Like, yeah. and I'm loving it. Yeah. I fall in a heat when I get home. Yeah. <laughs> and and then I, you know, we're but we're in it together. But I did love it. Yeah. Oh, it makes me feel good hearing that because I suppose – so for everyone listening because there was a few people who messaged and was like, I thought you were already working. Yeah. Um, so I feel like I've been in this like winging it phase from the moment he was born, I think. Yeah, as you said, and when you run your own business and stuff like that, you don't really switch off and you don't want to either. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, for, for me with Kick, I've still kind of been – Obviously, it helps that my best mate who I speak to every single day is my business partner. So, yes. she would always update me. So, I was very across things pretty much from yeah, he was like a week old. Um, and then, you know, after a couple of weeks, I was trying to be in like the weekly meetings at the least just to be across things mm. and then doing what I could over socials and supporting it that way. And then since then, I've just kind of been building up my responsibilities. And the thing is, is yes, I have been working um, for sure, but it's been in this winging it phase that has been so hard to juggle and so hard to manage. Yeah, we've had those chats, haven't we? Yeah. That was almost, and I can totally relate, Mm. did you find when there wasn't clear boundaries that was almost harder? Absolutely. And I I saw that. I watched you try to figure that out and we had many conversations about, (laughs) yeah, like, you know, the the structure or boundaries or how to, because it, it's your baby. Yeah. Keep it cleaner is your first baby. <laughs> yeah, 100%. <laughs> and you love what you do. But, yeah, I saw that. Like, yeah. It's hard. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But I think, um, yeah, I, I'm at this point now where by the time this episode comes out, I will be kind of back on at work with a new kind of structure mm. and schedule, which I'm excited about. I'm equally as excited as I am nervous, and I think I'm only nervous – because I was even speaking to Laura about this today, my confidence in work has dropped off a bit because I just, I mean, my brain function is just not <laughs> quite there yet. Um, but yeah, I've just been, because it has been some time off, those kind of bigger responsibilities that I used to have. I do, I, I am a bit nervous about like jumping back into that. And, um, but as I said, I'm equally as excited. And I think what is driving me to go back Like, I love what I do so, so much. But also, like, Harvey is my number one priority. But that also means that his future and Mm. and everything is my number one priority. And um, something that excites me, you know, with what we do at Kick is that it gives back and it, you know, hopefully makes the health and fitness industry a better place for when he's older and all that sort of stuff. So I keep kind of going back to all of the goals and ambitions that we have with the business. And that is what's driving me to prioritize it and to go back and I know it's, it's also just a big part of who I am and I have felt really really torn because when I'm at work these days all I think about is Harvey yeah. and when I'm at home I've got FOMO from work so yeah. it's like I'm excited about having certain days that I'm on and I've had a chat with Josh and again um, uh, you're so you're so right we're so fortunate to have had our partners be so involved and hands-on and that six months off like that's amazing for Dan amazing amazing it went by like that of course. And I'm like we had all these grandparents we can go on a holiday <laughs> we can do this because like, you know I'll, I'll do this big contract and mm. I'll have other little bits but 
and you know lockdown after <laughs> lockdown after lockdown. Yeah. So I think we cancelled like three trips, but you know what? It was amazing, and yeah. we got that time together as a family. But I think even if mums at home aren't working, mm. even to schedule in time for yourself to leave the house. They have that same dilemma. Yeah, absolutely. It's like you're out and you're enjoying yourself, but then you feel guilty for enjoying yourself. But like we're better mums, so I believe, yeah. for having a break and for doing things for ourselves. Like I come back so rejuvenated yeah. and just feel like myself again. Yeah, yeah. Not that I don't feel like myself as a mum, but I think just the massive identity shift Yes, to go from someone who loves what they do and yeah. careers don't define us. But yeah. And you can you be lo- selfish. You can, yeah, <laughs> like it's the biggest life change yeah. you'll ever have. Yeah. And we're also raging with hormones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you just, there's yeah. so many emotions. Yeah. And I just think you always have to choose the best choice for your family and whatever works. Some yep. dads will choose to stay home so their wives can go back to work. Yeah. But I don't know. It's just it, – it's so personal. Yeah. And it's hard some days. Yeah. And some days I think, what am I doing? Yeah. Like why, why am I doing this? Why mentally, why don't I just want to be a, a mum? And if you do, that's so fine. Yeah. Then some days I'm like, I just want to walk out the front door. <laughs> yeah. I literally, yeah, and yeah. I think that's okay. Yeah, we need to start being more honest about yeah, that. We 100%. always like put this picture perfect crap on social <laughs> yeah. media, yeah. and that's why you know we get on so well because we're both very yeah. real. <laughs> but it's like sometimes, yeah, I just want to like go back to work full time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I do, and so I'm like, oh gosh, okay, that's a sign I need a break. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh my gosh, and I think <laughs> the honestly. A lot of great topics and questions came through, but the number one (laughs) thing that came through was like mum guilt and like leaving, you know, your baby with someone else, feeling guilty for wanting to go back to work and then also tackling judgment from other people for wanting to stuff other people. (laughs) They can all get, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I suppose (laughs) definitely want to, I mean, like, great, great thing you touched on um, with mum guilt there. And I think for me it's something that I have – yeah, some days, as <laughs> yeah. you said, some days I'm like, I'm totally cool with leaving him. Like, number one, again, super fortunate that I'm leaving him with Josh, someone that's been there from the beginning and so it's quite easy to trust him. Even though I have to say, I never thought I would be controlling. <laughs> I really didn't. I really didn't. But I found myself, like, I actively have to stop myself from messaging Josh when I'm at work. Or, like, giving him patronising instructions yeah, when like he I'll, knows. Yes, yeah, <laughs> like, I'll say too. something. And it's like, I've, I've finally, I feel like I've finally got there where I've accepted you, we just do things differently, but he's surviving and he's thriving, so that's all that matters. So I just, like, <laughs> need to leave that. But, yeah, this week what thriving, I've been doing. Thriving, Josh. She said thriving. <laughs> yeah. She did not say surviving. Both, both. <laughs> but, like, I've actually had to stop myself. Like, I'd, I'd write something. And as you said, it's totally patronised and it's totally just, like, stuff that absolutely he knows. But I'll say it and then right before I press send, I, like, backspace it and I'm like, Steph, put your phone down. Leave him. He's fine. He's got this. Um, so I'm getting there. But I never thought I would be that way. And it is hard as a couple, I think, to work through that because – 
I never ever look at it in a, you know, um, kind of competition or comparative way. But when you both kind of have your way of doing things and then you have the other person but your kind of sharing. Yeah. You're not like you that, but your way is better. <laughs> Do it the way I want it to be done. Yeah, it's weird. And everyone's happy. <laughs> it's, so, it's so weird. Anyway, and I'm sure it would be exact. I'd be exactly the same if I – I mean, I am. I'm the same when I leave him with mum, if I leave him with someone else. Like, it's like I have to just – leave those like few tips that I know they probably already know I've already said to them as I was walking out the door but I felt like it needed to be in writing like what is wrong with me I just it is, it's hard I'm working on the it the same thing I like <laughs> write, write out this like schedule like in the, in, no it's my just so you know like this is his schedule even though I've told you verbally just so you know yeah. like this is it and like everything's ready it's funny isn't because, it because of course you've got to think of everything and then you're away and you're just doing everything in your power yeah. to get back as quick as you can. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, why do we do this to ourselves? Yeah. It's like, is it, it is worth it Yeah, to get like to do it. But some days I'm like, is this worth it? Yeah, I know. The house, it's so, the logistics <laughs> I know. of like getting someone to look after you or taking them to be looked after or dropping them somewhere. And then all this shit you have to organise. Yeah, yeah. And then you're like, oh. One thing I found um, helpful was few people have DM'd me since and said that the beginning is really hard. Like when you start going back to work, you do just think about them a lot and you do still want to know what's going on or texting or whatever. And it does just take time. But then you you do get to a point. You're always going to miss them and you're always going to think about them. But you do get to a point where you do start thriving at work again. Mm. And like you can have those set boundaries and you're okay with them. And so I'm really excited. <laughs> well, I have an example of that. Yeah. So I did go to work the other night. I had to, um, the tennis is on at the moment while yep. we're recording this. And I was doing some content for that. And it finished a lot earlier than what I thought. And I was like, I want to go out. Yeah, nice. <laughs> I feel like a wine. Yeah, yeah, nice. And so I messaged my girlfriend who also has three kids. Yeah. But... I knew her husband was home and she was like, yep, meet you there. And so instead of rushing home, yeah. I took the chance while I was feeling good yeah. and out and I'd had, I'd put hair and makeup, like I'd put makeup on. I'm like, I don't just want to rush home because I've got makeup on. Yeah. This is a big deal. Yeah. yeah. I got dressed yeah. and I left the house. Yeah. And, and I was like, well, by the time I get home, he's probably going to be asleep anyway. Yeah, so sorted. why would I rush back? And I messaged him, I'm like, you okay with that? He's like, yep, do yeah. it. It's great for you. Yeah, like, good on you. You need it. Yeah. I did. Went and had a wine. Yeah. It was very nice. Yeah. How and happy were you to see him in the morning though? I can't remember. Probably happy. Yeah, I wasn't hungover. But I'm, no, I would have been, it was probably 5.30 though. <laughs> so I wouldn't have been thrilled, but no, I was very happy. Yeah. He's, he's, he's getting very very cute entertaining yeah for sure loves loves it well one thing i definitely well this came up a lot but um want to hear you chat about um is breastfeeding coming off because you weren't breastfeeding by the time you you were doing the olympics were you you stopped that was yeah had you stopped for a few reasons or was it for work well, there was a I'm going to pretend I don't know the answer to this, no, no, by no. the way. There was a <laughs> I know lot, the answer, but there was no a lot leading up to that. Yeah. So um, Jack had really bad reflux yeah. and I had a massive oversupply. So not I a was good combination. Not a good combination. The poor thing was beside himself <laughs> and I was just like, like – yeah. and I was at that phase because it was so early on where pumping wasn't really helping because – 
it's only going to make things worse. Yeah. But supply and demand. So I was kind of just like easing a little bit, but yeah, it was just not going well. And mm. then all of a sudden he started refusing the bottle and we were just freaking out because I'm like, I'm going back to work. Like yeah. I am not going to be available and I can't pump. I'm yeah. on air for literally yeah. five hours yeah. straight. Yeah. Like I can't pump yeah <laughs> while yeah. I'm on air yeah so well I didn't have the luxury of knowing that I could just you know mm. get create a space to go and pump of course they would have been so supportive and they asked me did. leading yeah. up if I needed a space I had my own area that if I wanted to pump they would be so supportive mm. that's what's so lucky which every employer should do absolutely and, um yeah so that was very stressful so we actually had a midwife come over um midwife Kath I love her <laughs> And she just helped us work through all of that because I was like, to be honest, I'm so exhausted and he's so unsettled because yeah. of his reflux and I want to look at mixed feeding mm-hmm. and introduce more formula and we just want him to be able to take a bottle. Whatever's going to make him feel better yeah. and work. I'd frozen a lot of breast milk leading up to that, thinking that he would be still breastfed. Um, but after a week of mixed feeding – he was so – and he finally took the bottle. Yeah. Just had to get different teats and yeah, play around with a out. few different things um, with a thickened formula for his reflux, which he's only just now at 10 months eased off. Yeah. Like, so it clearly was yeah. really painful for him. Mm-hmm. He was so much better. And I kind of just knew – then he just started refusing the boob. Yeah. Because when I – my supply, like – you know I just I don't like pumping yeah I don't didn't want to do it It it's really stressful for me it was a personal choice yeah yeah that I'm like I don't want to spend my whole day pumping yeah it's not for me no mentally I just couldn't do it yeah yeah yeah. and he loved the formula yeah and he was so much more settled yeah he was projectile vomiting yeah like we went out for yeah I remember do you remember (laughs) in that phase of him having really bad he not just like little spews yeah projectile vomiting Mm. like everywhere multiple times up to like over an hour after his feed it was horrible for both of us so anyway he took to the bottle so quickly and it kind of sorted itself out yeah so by four months he was he was bottle fed and do you because I think like obviously on reflection you know it was the right thing for you guys Mm. because of the way even the mental load alone um let alone what was happening physically to both of you (laughs) But did you still feel emotional letting go of breastfeeding at the time? The th- here's the – do you want the truth? Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. I felt judged. Yeah, okay. I didn't feel – and I felt – I felt more yep. from not feeling anything. And as people can probably hear, like I'm very non-apologetic about the way I feel about things. I really don't no, but care. That's but in this moment, mm. I more felt like – because I kind of felt relieved. Yep. That that was wrong I in felt, some way. Yeah. Yeah. I felt more like, oh, should I, I should want, yeah, yeah okay. should, I should want to breastfeed, yeah. shouldn't I? Yeah. Or I should want to keep pushing this. Yeah. But to be honest, I just felt a wave of relief. Yeah. Yeah. And I felt like I had so much more energy. Like I was so exhausted. Yeah. Because he is a machine when it comes to eating like and because there's mums listening they'll get it but this kid smashes like five bottles a day of 260 mils like he was it's a a guzzler (laughs) yeah and so no wonder I was feeling so depleted and tired yeah 
And then my supplier once I went to mix them just kept, couldn't keep up. Yeah. And then he was like, I don't want this. Yeah. There's not enough in here for yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. But I felt relieved. Yeah. Well, that's good. Like looking back, maybe if I wasn't, I hadn't committed to that contract that no, yeah, like no one else working. can understand that that was really important for me 100%. to do and that exactly. was my choice. Yeah. But then I might have explored persisting because a lot of people say like when you kind of pass six months, it does get a lot easier. But a lot of people's goals sometimes six months. They start at 12 and they're mm. like, I just get to six months. <laughs> but for me, I was like, this is not working. Yeah, that's totally fair. Totally fair. And I, lo- I love that you opened up about that and was honest about that because I think there would be so many people in your position, um, 100%. And it's, and it's good because it's different to how I'm feeling. Mm. And like for me, I think I will when it, when it does happen and we do move to bottle because I think we will um, – prior to I think that like you know year mark that a lot of people aim for which I don't even know why I don't know why, why do it's we? a stupid number we I'm just like pick out of the I air. don't even know where I got that idea <laughs> I from know. but I got it from somewhere obviously um but like it'll be before that like I just know it will because what I've already noticed from you know stepping back into work slightly is the uh, it's just constantly on my my supply is constantly yeah. on my mind like I'm obviously always having to pump to keep my supply up and then even doing that it's still not as much as you know he would feed so the next day if, if I have like a day or two away which I have recently when I went away with Adidas my supply even though I was pumping dropped so much and then the next day when I was at home I just felt like shit because I knew that he wasn't getting as much as usual and anyway recently we've introduced a bit of a mix feed um so when I'm at work you know Josh will just jump to formula we we I, I do try and pump and keep but a lot of the time I'm on the go with work and it's just not feasible to keep yeah. it. So it's a pump and dump situation. Um, and Because where do you store it? Yeah. Like what do you – No. It's a – For me, the office is fine, but and – And again, we have a very safe and awesome – At the Commons where we work, there's literally a, a parent's room and it's so nice. I love that. And they've literally got a fridge right there for you. So it's easy at work. But the kind of work I've been doing lately, it's not It's not me yeah. in that case. Um, but it's funny because I'm still – so, and, you know, maybe it's because of pressure in society or whatever or ways it should be, but I'm still so emotionally attached to breastfeeding. And I think that if I wasn't going back to work, I would love to just full breastfeed, like keep going. And Which like, don't apologise for that. It's a beautiful, like but you, you guys have had a, an amazing Yeah, journey. I mean, it's been like eight and a half months. I know, I feel like it's I, unreal. It's, it's, it's been plenty and I think – yeah, so I think I'm I'm getting closer and closer now that we're mixed feeding to being prepared to like yeah slowly wean him off, um, but I can't help but like honestly cry about it sometimes. Mm. <laughs> um, but I just know I know that when I reflect on it, I know it'll be so much better on on me personally because I just I just yeah I honestly don't stop thinking about my supply and I think it's just it's come to the point where it's a bit it's a bit silly. <laughs> Taking up too much of my brain space, I think. Well, it's such a, it's such a dilemma too because mm. there will also be a lot of mums in the camp of like, well, and I'm aware of that. Oh, well, this is this is your job as a mum now. Yeah. Like, this is what we just have to do. And are we being selfish for choosing ourselves or are we being selfish for, you know, wanting to go back to work? And the answer to all of it is mm. no. If mm. that's what you want to do, then mm. that's what you should do. If you want to stay home with your kids yeah. and – feed them and do all that 
and you have the support of being able to earn income from other revenues, yeah. then great. Yeah. And if you have the support of a partner who yeah. that is. But if you want to go back to work and that's what you choose to do, then great. Like, yeah. We just need to dismiss all of oh. this like there's one way and that's what we should all do. 100%. Because it's just – it's not what we, – we all see it already as <laughs> having three completely different children. Like, you know, totally. if one of us looked after each other's kid, yeah. we would – who knows what the flip would happen? Yeah, hundred so percent. Diff- three different women, three different bodies, yeah. and three different kids. Like, yeah, that's what we found in our mothers' group, which yeah. is also something that you need to be a part of. Yeah, which has Agreed. been so valuable to all of us. Yeah, and I think that's what you've created also with um, Kick Bump. Mm. Like, you need it. Yeah, you do. You do you need to not feel because it just makes you not feel stupid all yeah. the time. Like just yeah. having someone yeah. validate. Yeah. Which is, I mean, make sure that you've got people in your mother's group that yeah. aren't the judgmental kind of type. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh. might do the complete opposite if you're surrounded by people who think it's one way or the other. Find your people <laughs> that could just be like talk you down off the ledge. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> I love it. Am I feeling like, you know, how I feel towards something? Like, you'll send us screen grabs or something. Or, you yeah. know, I'll say, is this ridiculous? No. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, but it, it's emotional. Yeah. Because it's such a sign, like, Harvey's grown up so quick. I know, they're less dependent on us. No, but it's But it's a good thing. Too. It's a good thing. you yet? Oh, yeah. That's that's the other thing that's making Ow. me. So, he's only got bottom teeth right now. But when he bites me, it hurts. And so I know as soon as those top teeth even start to come through, I'll be like, that's it. You're on the bottle. Like, I just know. Because he's he's cheeky. Like, he'll look at me as he does it. They know. Yeah. Totally they know. Knows. Oh, man. Um, all right. What about – you talk? we've talked – we've talked – well, we've spoken <laughs> about, like, you know, missing them while you're gone and everything like yeah. that and, you know, letting go of being in control. But what about – did you or do you when you – no, you have a job coming up, especially I think up until they're like mm-hmm. 18 months old. There's so many mm. milestones and like moments that I think that only parents really can get excited about. I feel like before <laughs> I became a parent, like someone would have been like, like if my friend had said, oh my God, they're now like using two hands to they're grabbing. Eat, I was, I'd be like, Cute. cool like what but now Stop I'm like sending oh, me a hundred photos of it <laughs> I get it <laughs> so like do you have any kind of you know do you, are you scared of missing out on milestones like I mean Jack's like already <laughs> pretty much <Psycho>. marking um, <laughs> love him um I was gonna ask you the same thing because I even it's really cute how Josh has set up the monitor for you so when you are traveling in a way you can see him yeah. because I haven't had to experience that yet like yeah. I've missed night times but I'm always I guess I think it's different when you're staying away yeah I was booked to go to Sydney for work yeah. um for test cricket but just with COVID um that got changed yeah I was looking forward to the sleep to be yeah. honest but <laughs> same same I don't know I think. Yeah, there's some days where I was at work in those – it was a good time, to be honest, that yeah. period that I did go back for a big stint. The other times it's just been a day here and a day there. So definitely, like, I I think I would be nervous. Yes. Like, yeah. if I was to take another big thing where you're away days on end because there's so much development happening so yeah. quickly. Like, yeah. even just the talking or, yeah. you know – he's just started kind of standing on his own yeah. for a couple of seconds yeah. he's walking all around on his walker but um and holding on to everything crazy but like especially at that time yeah. 
it's like, yeah, you would be sad about missing it. Yeah, I know. I've already said to Josh because I, I think I might have missed his like first proper role. Which even, like, it's kind of laughable now because he does that all day, every day. And it's like, how was I the, super excited the for the time, first time? It's yeah, really, it was. It's really and big. I think, like, I think I got excited and I said something to Josh about him rolling. And Josh was like, yeah, he did that this morning. And I was like, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> and so I've said to him. No, he like, didn't. No, <laughs> yeah. no, he didn't. I'm sorry, <laughs> missed it. Didn't I'm, happen. <laughs> I'm literally saying, like, if anything happens, like, he crawls for the first time or he stands. Just don't tell me. Lie to me. Lie to me. And I'm standing by that because, yeah, I'm, I'm so sad. <laughs> One day he'll get his albums out and you'll have, like, label, like, the first time Harvey walked and you'll be in the photo, but Josh will know, actually, he walked. Yeah. But <laughs> it's like, isn't there – I think that happens in that movie with um, Catherine Heigl and – What's his name? Seth Rogen? No. Um, no, 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 no. What's it called? Anyway, she like, I think this kid is like walking and he like fully pushed Josh, Josh something. Oh, yeah. And he that, pushes what, the, the baby married over? to Fergie or is married to Fergie? Oh, Josh Jamal, whatever his oh, name yeah. is. Is that yeah. him? I think so. I don't really know his name. He's good looking though. But anyway, <laughs> and he like pushes the baby over because. So that he doesn't yeah. walk out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that the, so the first steps aren't without the other. And I was like, that is literally what I would want Josh to do. <laughs> no, Harvey, don't step. <laughs> no, nah, not seriously, but yeah, I want him to but lie. But seriously. <laughs> <laughs> but that's funny. But um, okay, okay, moving on. How did you go with that though when you were away? Just quickly. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, I was – I really, really was thinking every second about, like, I bet you – because he's going to crawl any moment now. Like, I've been saying that for probably three weeks now, but he really is. He's probably going to crawl any second now. So, yeah, it's yeah, that's on my hard. mind. And it does lead to a good question, actually. I think someone mm. asked this too about drive because mm-hmm. that makes me think, okay, so when you're at work, yes. are you present and are you actually at work? Yeah. Or do you find your kind of motivation has shifted Yeah. and – it's kind of like, like, let's get it done. Or is your same drive and passion there for yeah. being there? I 100%. think at the moment we're just in this, I think. We're in a lull. We're in this phase. Yeah, absolutely. And we kind of just have to give in to it yeah. in terms of this is just what let it go. is. Yeah. And that's okay for yeah. now. Yeah. 100%. But I feel like there is glimpses of that, but you are, of course, always still looking yeah. at your phone to know if he's okay or what he's doing yeah. or thinking. But, yeah, have you? did you find that when you were away recently? Absolutely, absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, the the question that came through, it was, it was such a good question, by the way, um, for the person who sent it through. But it was, it, was honest, it was exactly that. Like, you know, have our career driver ambitions changed since having babies? Mm. And I would say, yeah. Like, I mean, I have – I definitely am s- still as passionate as I am you know, about the industry I work in and everything that Kik is doing is still so exciting to me. And as I said, through the break, I've had so much FOMO over like not being a part of that mm. um, or maybe not as deeply as I would have been in the past um, because I'm so proud of everything that we're doing. So in that way, no, but at the same time, I have a whole new perspective on life and I have this whole new priority in life and responsibility that really excites me too mm. so it's just as you said em it's just like it's you split you know which doesn't mean that you know now instead of being 
100% passionate. I'm like 50% passionate. It's not that. It's just that I I do need to figure out when I'm on and when I'm off because Mm. I think that will allow me to still have that same drive and energy and stuff at work when I know that, okay, Wednesday's my day, I'm on and Josh is at home and everything's all good. So I just need to get back into that routine, I feel, and it'll start to, yeah, kind of come back to me, I think. It's like, you know, everything at the moment is coming easier to me under the term, like under motherhood, whether it's like mm-hmm. a post about motherhood or I'm writing a blog or I'm doing a Q&A with someone from the media. Like it's for me, the easiest stuff to talk about right now is motherhood because I'm in it and mm. it's like what's consumed me over the last eight months. So I'm excited to, I think, <laughs> broaden my horizons back to my passions that I've always had mm. um, by, yeah, allowing myself to spend more time in those areas, I think. It's true. That's who you are now, isn't it? Yeah. Like it's just we are forever changed. Yeah. yeah. And some days I like the idea of that, mm. and some days I don't. Yeah. If we're being honest, yeah. and some like you know when we are when we when you posed this question to me um, earlier, I'm like, <laughs> depends what day it is. Yeah. Like some days I'll feel so motivated. Yeah. I have all these ideas. Yeah. And then I'll be up at five, three, five, whatever time yeah. with him, and then I'm like. I just want to watch Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> and it can be those days where it's really hard and you just have no energy, but it can also be the really good days with them. Yeah. That you're like, I don't want to work. Like, yeah, this I is love way this. too fun. I know. Oh, gosh. She's <laughs> like, we're complex humans, aren't yeah. we? Like, yeah. And again, it's hormones. Yeah. We're in this season and I think mm. you just have to kind of it is what it is right now and I have to tell myself all the time I'm like you can only do what you can do yeah and sometimes I'm like stop stressing out about all the things that you can't get to right now and that you can't do because you just need to just be present in this moment with him yeah and like it sounds so kind of lame yeah because it's like you know it's one of those quotes that you see having around but yeah I just have to kind of always check myself on that 100% because when you do have things going on or you have work commitments in the back of your mind yeah, I just am like, no, but if I'm just present with him, he'll be happier and then I won't be stressed that he's not happy and stressed about not getting stuff done. Yeah. It's like, oh, I can't win. No, you can't. And, like, you know, we we, we, t- we briefly touched on boundaries, but I think it is, it is those boundaries that you kind of do have to set to – there's no perfect balance, but to try and find the balance between, like, work and home life and everything. And I think, for me, the – I'm so content – Right now that, like, I no longer have FOMO over, like, I don't know, maybe not work. I definitely still have FOMO over work. (laughs) But, like, things that I used to be so stoked about being able to do, I'm okay with saying no. And I think it's just because a mixture between obviously enjoying my time with Harvey and, like, being grateful for my time and also knowing that I haven't been able to be full-time with Harvey and I've had to be working – I'm excited about spending time with him. And so like if, you know, missing a lunch with someone means that or a night out means that I get some like more quality time with him right now, I'm okay with that because I'm spending this time at work. But then we touched on this earlier as well before the podcast recording about those times where you do get to go out Mm. and it's, it's so important to also just spend time by yourself or with your partner like go back to your life prior to being parents and yeah I think that's something that we do I well I Josh and I want to work on is setting I think some boundaries for ourselves even um 
So that's going to include for me knowing my work hours and my work days, you know, if all is well, um, and allowing myself to have time to like go and get a massage you know, or like going go to the catch supermarket up with you. is not like <laughs> no time. No, going to the supermarket or cleaning the house is not time to yourself, no. and we need to just eradicate that out of yeah. me time. And I asked, I actually asked leading up to this a couple of my girlfriends like that have multiple children, I'm like, how do you do it? Like, <laughs> what are you doing? And they're, on, they're like, honestly, you have to just book in time for yourself. Like yeah. book in a facial or yeah. book in a date night. You need things to look forward to mentally because then you're like, oh, you know, you enjoy the time with your kids and then you also have something to look forward to where you know that yeah. you can put on some clothes that aren't going to get food yeah. thrown at them yeah. and vomit and <laughs> you can go out and enjoy yourself. Yeah. And I think I've definitely noticed mentally, like, it's almost like what, you know, mm. what stimulates me, like, as if yeah. I was, like, an employee. And I'm like, yeah. how do I motivate you as a human? Yeah. Give me things to look forward to. Yeah. So, like, we're book- we booked in a date a date on Sunday and it's like, you've got something to plan and something yeah. to look forward to. And then you'll miss them and then... Yeah, you know, you're yeah, good. It's good. It, it's so true. Mm-hmm. And I think the other the other form of boundary, I think, like you know, some people were talking about when it comes to work. Obviously, every employee is different, and every you know work situation is going to be different. But I think for the most part, being honest with yourself and your employee over like what you kind of need to be able to function at your best um, is really important. I was talking to my mum, and she was saying that when she went back to work. So she took a year off for both of us. And when she went back to work, she works in HR. She was really keen to just like get back into it. And, you know, and she felt really capable and everything. But a lot of people kind of tiptoed around her or like didn't really give her the same sort of responsibilities that she once had and everything. And she was kind of annoyed by that. But I think there's also the flip side where you might be someone who – really needs to like I don't know have certain hours or like make it home in time for bedtime because that's what's going to fuel you I don't know everyone's different and every employee is going to have different expectations as well but I think it's important um I mean as someone also who who employs people I would hope that they would feel comfortable to talk to me about what their kind of needs are and what their boundaries are going to be if they're going to be going back to work yeah I can definitely relate to that I think we need to there's such a stigma and it's really sad Mm. like in corporations especially Mm. um that women are seen differently after they have a child and I think that we need to not limit ourselves or limit women it's up to us to say our yeses and our noes like we need to learn how to say no yeah and we also though need to be like given the chance to take opportunity with both hands like so yeah, like you shouldn't not be given an opportunity to go on a work trip or to yeah, have this great thing if it's after. Don't assume. Don't assume. Yeah. You know, you don't know what like is going to be great for people. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, like okay, I feel like I've a few times been limited to, yeah. oh, no, people have said no on my behalf and yeah. that's not for them to do. Yeah. It's my family and, and my yeah. life and if I think I'm capable of doing something and you want me to do it, like, like let's just you know yeah make it happen so I think we just need to be honest with ourselves if you only want to work three days a week you yeah. can say that or if you've got to leave which is so common like yeah. some people just have to leave by a certain time to pick up their kids from daycare but they're the people that are logging back on at nine o'clock at night when their <laughs> kids go to bed I like know. I think surely we're progressed enough as a 100%. society to be like well everyone knows what their job is yeah 
we all get it done when we need to get it done. But you're so right, it just comes down to communication. Totally, totally. And to finish off, Em, um, something else that was coming through, which I would love your take on because, I mean, I haven't, we haven't got to that point yet. I'm, Josh is kind of taking the role of working from home slash full-time dad life um, and so that I can step back into work. But a lot of people were asking about, you know, childcare yeah. and, how, you know, how that works or like what your thoughts are. And I know that you walked through a childcare. Yes, we did a tour. So are you at that point now where obviously because Dan's, Dan's taken, he's already, yeah, yeah, exactly. And then you're thinking of taking a bit more on. It's like, okay, we need to figure out what's going to be happening with Jack. So you're looking at your options. Yes, we are. We are um, – we've looked into a few different options. Um, Jack has a little bit of extra care that's needed. He wears an eye – he has a contact lens and he patches for five hours a day. Mm. Um, and that's going to be the case ongoing for him until he goes to school. So there is an extra layer yeah. that we need to consider. So for us, it's not really been an option for me to go back to work full-time and yeah. put him in daycare full-time, just – for us, more so probably than Jack, is that we just don't really know how to manage that. So yep. Dan's gone back to work full-time as of the start of Jan. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm lucky enough that my mum is available to help with Jack when I do have some work. Um, but we think that it will be really good for him to be social. Like mm. he loves it when he's around other kids yeah. and he loves getting out of the, the house yeah. and doing things. So we're just kind of working through that. I was like flabbergasted at how they get children to sleep on those oh, yeah. little mattresses. And they're like, yeah, they do. And I'm yeah. like, what? Yeah. Yeah, they do. And yeah. I'm like, oh, what? Like, yeah. I think I was more shocked. Yeah. But apparently it's the case at all of them. Yeah. So I don't know. I think for him it'll be good for yeah. socialising. It is scary to me. Yeah. But I don't know. Like I think – we do need to do it eventually, but there's few options. You can do family daycare. There's the traditional daycare, um, but I've kind of just been led by like some friends that already go there and, and they love it. Yeah. And usually recommendations are good. I also some councils saw this is pretty cool. Some councils do just like respite childcare. Okay, so it's like a program that they run twice a week and it's on your council. You just go to your local council's website, and it's like just. To help give care, like full-time care as a break. So if you're a full-time mum mm. and childcare is not an option feasibly because yeah. it, it yeah. can be expensive for yeah. some people, I think it was like $22 for three hours mm. and it, they offer it on certain days. Every day is different but the one like I looked into was Tuesdays and Thursdays. It's $22 and three hours mm. and it's run by the council. It's like kind of like a play group but it's just – childcare twice a week and they're those set hours yeah but like how good if you just could do that if you're a full-time mum and just get a little a couple of hours to yourself to go get your hair done or go do appointment or you know that is good and your kids get um care and I think you only have to book them in like the week before yeah okay because then you sign up but then you just let them know if you're going yeah so that was a really good option too that's good too yeah there are a lot of different options out there yeah I don't know i we're all figuring it out, yep. aren't we? Bloody heck. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you're doing an amazing job. And honestly, like, yeah, watching you on the telly <laughs> when I knew Jack was like four months old, I was like, this woman's incredible. I don't know how you kept your shit together. I don't know how, like, you see me on a daily basis. I don't know how words came out of my mouth some yeah. days. And I'm such a bogan, but, you know, I polish up 
You do, <laughs> you do up polish up well. <laughs> <laughs> You've got me on a very loose day today. Yeah. Um, but so are you. Honestly, I, I think I said to someone the other day, I'm like, she has, she's like Beyonce. Like, <laughs> she's got all these hours in the day. Like, do I have the same amount of hours in the day as Steph? Like, I don't, sometimes I'm like, I don't know how you do it. But like, then I think I'm like, you just, it's the support that you, that you, Many that you put around yeah. you. And yeah. we have to acknowledge that because otherwise I think we're just setting an unrealistic precedent oh. is that we both have incredible support yeah. and it's not easy. No. Well, whatever it looks like. Yeah. And it's just a juggle logistically all the time. Yeah. Um, to just get, to get an hour's work done takes three hours to prepare. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So you're doing an incredible job. Oh, and thanks. Harvey's smile just melts my heart. Yeah, it melts mine too. I just, yeah, I think the biggest takeaway <laughs> from today's <laughs> chat, if you're listening at home, is, yeah, just try and try and release yourself from, from the guilt. Um, yeah. Whether you're going back to work or you're weaning off breastfeeding or, yeah, spending a little bit more time for yourself and away from bub, like there is nothing to feel guilty about. And, yeah, try and... Exactly what you said. Like, honestly, anyone that judges you for that just can go get stuffed because <laughs> I don't want to say the F word. Um, but it's, yeah, it's so true. We just need to all give ourselves a break and do what we need to do, what works for us. And that's the end of the story. You're doing a great job. <laughs> We're all killing it. Sending everyone lots of love. <laughs> and remember, hormones. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you guys for listening in. I'm so excited to be back. I will be back in your ears with Lawsy next Wednesday and then back with another kick bump, kick pod a fortnight from now. So I cannot wait to chat to you again soon. If you'd like to learn more about Keep It Cleaner, head to www.keepercleaner.com. And again, if you'd like to try Kick for free for one month, you can sign up via the website and use the code KICKBUMPPODCAST. And if you want to see more of me and Keep It Cleaner, it's at Keep It Cleaner on Instagram or at Steph Claire Smith. I'll be in your ears soon. Thanks, guys. Bye.